The following is a sponsored program on 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM. The views, information, or opinions expressed during this program are solely those of the individuals or participants involved and do not necessarily represent those of Braden Madison Broadcasting or its employees. 100.7 FM, WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday morning at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight is brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, MMLS number 518158. Here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight. Jeff Shannon. Well, good morning. This is Sumner County Spotlight. I'm Jeff Shannon. Welcome into the Sunday morning. And we always like to have special guests come into the studio because there's so many great causes here in Middle Tennessee. Then uh, one of them is kind of special to me uh, only because you know we've adopted three kids from the the system down in Florida, and now they're growing up and. They're huge. Well, my son is huge. <laughs> he keeps think he keeps calling me short now, so that's okay. But anyway, um, we have a couple of representatives from Love from Music City. Let's introduce first Crystal Brown. Now, Crystal, she you currently serve as the chief operations officer. Yes. And of course, you've just really had a big compassion for this topic and the foster children and orphans and you know helping kids out i mean not just here but outside of our country which is commendable you're you're currently studying for your doctorate yes in faith-based counseling so that's a lot of work it is it is but you know what jeff everything that i do all works together you know, between yeah. the Love for Music City and my private uh, counseling group and all of that, it all comes together. And it's because of my experiences growing up right here in Middle Tennessee mm-hmm. that I'm so passionate about what I do. Yeah. Well, and, and you should be because, well, you've been married 25 years. So that takes a, a lot of patience. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and well, he's he's kind of um, kind of special himself. He's a record producer and world class musician. That's Mr. Johnny Brown. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. He so he, he you kind of keep him in line, or is it vice versa? Uh, I think it's vice versa. Yeah, he definitely he definitely is my anchor. I'd be floating off into the clouds somewhere, you know, trying to feed children from the sky, you know. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. yeah. Um, our other guest we have in here is Cherish Lee. Now you might recognize that name because she's she's kind of famous around here. And she is the she she blushes. Uh, she's the daughter of Johnny Lee, uh, who of course Johnny was a, a major artist, and he did uh, Looking for Love for Urban Cowboy movie. You might remember that, and and Charlene Tilton. Uh, of course, she was Lucy in uh, in Dallas, and I got to meet her at the at the last event we did, and she is just a firecracker. She is. <laughs> I'll she, tell you that. Yes. <laughs> so she keeps you in line. <laughs> I don't know about that. One. I was going to say bo- both of my parents. Whew, no, yeah. they're they're wonderful. They're so much fun, um, and they both have tremendous hearts. And so, yeah, yeah they're really wonderful people. Well, and, and they've got, I guess had to help you out, you know, over the years because you started really tiny, tiny growing up in the music business and developing yourself as an artist and i mean geez you've you've you know played the ryman the grand Ole opry and the bluebird the bluebird <laughs> um yeah no and uh f- well for a long time i i didn't know that i wanted to be in this business yeah 
Um, I, I still question it. Um, no, I'm kidding. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, they, they've had such uh, successful careers. Um, and it's not an easy one to be a part of. So to watch their, their work ethic and their tenacity. And, um, you know, my dad is 75 no. no way. And he's still on the road. He's and my just a mom youngster. is <clears throat> and she's I mean going strong and producing and auditioning still. So yeah, yeah they're just they love what they do. Yeah. Well, and, and you know, I think it just takes uh, you know, that backing and that support that you get from from the family. Yeah. And it just kind of helps to mold you. Now, whether you go in that direction or not, yeah. I mean, I guess that that's up to you how you decide to take it. Yeah. Not because not many people understand the business. Yeah. So, it's it is nice to have that understanding yeah. and support there. Yeah. Well, and and how did you get involved with Love for Music City? Oh my gosh. Um my mom actually had met uh, Crystal and Shanda. I don't even know how long ago, but four years, five years ago, something like that. Yeah. yeah. And so, anyways, when I was introduced to them, I just kind of took me under their wing, and I fell in love with them. And their hearts are just so tremendous and transparent. And what you see is what you get. The support system that they are for everybody, mm-hmm. and then for myself personally, so I can I can vouch for them. So for me to be a part of this is it's an honor honestly well it's really an honor for us to have cherish and charlene and you know charlene was a foster child and um, i remember that yeah you know for the first five years that shannon and i were doing this we're like you know does a gift really make that big of a difference you know we're we weren't as involved as we are now and you know you just feel like you're spinning your wheels you know and after hearing her story and how one encounter with love literally changed her life Mm -hmm. while she was in the foster care system it gave us that little shot in the arm that we needed to keep going and to keep pushing and uh, Cherish and Charlene both now uh, is what we call part of our choir they are a voice for the foster children and that is one of our big things that we do is to build a platform for foster children to have a voice because that's one of the things that we hear a lot from all of our kids that um, nobody listens to me mm-hmm. no one uh, no one sees me so we want, we are determined to build that platform for them to be seen and to be heard yeah a lot of people really don't realize what these children go through you know some of them come in very early some of them come in later in in different stages right and because of different circumstances which are horrendous in most cases and some of these would just you know to the average person would not believe that it really was that way but when you have organizations that like yourselves that they really go out and try to help them i mean i think they really appreciate that because i remember our first one we adopted and she had been in, she was like a year and a half, two years old. She got put in the system. She never really knew anything. She never saw Santa. She never saw Christmas lights. Yeah. First Christmas we had, because we, we met her on December 24th. She We came over, we had Christmas, we took her to the mall, and she got to see Santa. And it was like, really? Wow. <laughs> what is yeah. this? You know, it's crazy. But she would always say when you would buy her stuff, she goes, is that for me? No. I mean, she just yeah. she couldn't believe that they, she was actually receiving something, you know. Yeah. Because usually they, they pack up and go, and your your love packs are amazing for that. Yes. Tell everybody about that. I'm just I I love that idea. Yeah. So our love packs. What this is is a bag, and inside this bag is everything a child needs for overnight stay, and it may seem very you know novice, very generic for my, maybe like my kid, but. 
for a kid who's being ripped from their home in the middle of the night Mm -hmm. that has nothing we've even heard of parents not allowing their children to take anything sending them basically with the clothes on their back so these love packs say you know what we love you somebody sees you you are important and this is not this is not your fault that is true and you know the infamous black bag or mm-hmm. trash bags they oh, throw whatever they can yeah. put in there and take off that's it and they, they take that from place to place if they go from group homes or different mm-hmm. you know foster families or things yeah. like that but it's just something you really don't want to go through no and our hope is that these love packs will replace those black trash bags yeah, yeah. so listen what what's one of the biggest challenges that you've had in your role at this point and how, how are you going to kind of overcome that oh goodness deep question yeah that is a deep one <laughs> Well, there's lots of challenges. There's a lots of challenges because of working with foster children. They are federally protected. Yes. That is a, a big challenge. But another challenge is really getting people to see, to see the truth and see the need. Because a lot of people, they don't want to see it. They don't want to know that right here in America that we have these things happening. Mm-hmm. They they don't they are all excited about oh we found forty children you know and we rescued forty children from trafficking. Well, where did these forty children come from? Nine times out of ten is from the foster care system. Mm-hmm. So that is a big challenge. Just getting people to open their eyes to see because once you open your eyes and you see it, you can't unsee it. Yeah. That's true. And you have to act. If you don't, you're not human. Is what I say. If once you see it, you can't unsee it, and you have to do something. And that is where where I think one of our greatest challenges is just getting people to acknowledge what is going on. Yeah. You have to stop the circle. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these kids are have been involved in these situations, and if, if they're not taken away from that, guess what? Well, it just continues. Abuse, okay. drug abuse, whatever the case is, it's just going to keep going round and round through their whole life. So having the organization like this to help them kind of break free from that and, and get rid of their past, if you right, will. Right, right. Because um, a lot of their parents were in the system. Exactly. Or, you know, uh, dealt with drugs and alcohol abuse. Some, some sort of trauma has led them into that. And one of the things that we're... Um, starting fresh this year that we're launching is our circle events and this is where we're going to actually get to go into uh, facilities and group homes and have uh, events for the children take them things bring in uh, artists like cherish Mm -hmm. and charlene and even you know radio host and mcs like you jeff and you know give these children a new window of the world to look into well and they they need that so bad you know what I mean? I see, think it, because of course they've dealt with trauma and all that, but the spirit and the heart of a child, like there's still dreams in there, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So to be able to introduce that that light and open that window for them. Well, you get a lot of the older kids. You know, I, I think it gets to a point where they they kind of give up. Yeah. I'm never going to have a family. <clears throat> I'm not going to get adopted. You know, so they they get that loss of hope. Well, guess what happens now? The drugs come in wrong hanging out with the wrong people wrong choices so it all comes so we need that that to give them the guidance to know that people care about them because guess what they're our future exactly and we we don't want that circle to continue so the fact that you can come in and help them break that circle uh, is you know tremendous and so what what's one of the biggest surprises you've had in the last few months 
One of the biggest surprises. One of the biggest surprise. Got any surprises? Oh, that Jeff Shannon would MC my event for me. I think that's my biggest <laughs> hey, that, surprise. I, I'm so proud to do that. I'm, I'm so glad. And uh, you know, you got a lot of great folks coming in. We're going to talk about the, the the gala coming up this next segment because it is going to be incredible. It is. And I'm I'm just honored to do it and to help you with that because yeah, like I said, it's one of my passions. So, Cherish, what what's a big surprise you have? Oh my gosh. Um, Good surprise, bad surprise. Um, there, well, because we had we had a young lady speak. So Michaela, this, yeah, yeah, we had uh, Michaela speak. So there were some surprises there about what goes on in the foster system yeah. that I was not aware of. Mm-hmm. One of them is that if they don't have placement for these children, they end up in a detention center, whether or not they have had a criminal background, and then they become a part of the system. Yeah. So that was an interesting surprise. That's a huge surprise. Uh, And so to hear her story and that her brother and her were separated, not allowed to have any contact, and the only contact that she had with somebody was three times a week with her social worker, her social worker mm-hmm. uh, over the phone and not given information on where her sibling was her younger sibling and then am I correct in saying that if they run out of room in the detention center they're then actually put into prison in hospitals yeah and hospitals now this is through the state through the state yeah, yeah. this is happening in middle Tennessee okay we need to talk to somebody. Yeah, yeah. we are. That, that's we unacceptable. Are. We're, we're, that's why we're being a voice for the voiceless. Well, hello. Yeah. Because people don't know, Jeff. They do not know. I, we have been working with this foster system for 10 years. And this, this was our first interaction with a aged out foster child that said, hey, I was in this facility where I had to earn my shampoo. I went to school there. I had I could not call my mom. I had to take the medicine that they were giving me, even though I told them I didn't need it. She was so drugged up, she passed out in the shower and woke up with blood on her face where they didn't even clean her up. I'm like, no, come on. No, yeah. no, that, yeah. And we're we're going to talk to somebody. Yeah. So and they and they can't really speak about it. So the key word here was aged out. Yeah. Yes. So so Michaela, you know, had turned eighteen and mm-hmm. for the first time was able, brave enough, number one, mm-hmm. to speak about her life and several years, and the trauma that she endured. And part of that was because she wants to be a part of the change. Yeah. Um, so there was that surprise. Um, but other surprises are where the gala is going to be and some of the wonderful items that have been donated for auction. And wow. I was able to get a signed Dolly Parton book. No way. So that's going to be just a lot of incredible yeah. stuff. Well, I, when we come back, we're going to talk about yeah. all that. because When you hear about this gala, folks, you're, you're going to be amazed. Yeah. And you're just going to want to be there. So we'll tell you how to get tickets, right? And how to get to the silent auction items and all of that. Mm -hmm. And we'll do that when we come back with more of Sumner County Spotlight. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Okay, welcome back to Summer County Spotlight. Uh, this is Jeff Shannon, and thank you all for visiting with us here. And, you know, this uh, this podcast is going to be available on our podcast page at whinradio.com starting tomorrow or on Monday mornings. And all of our podcasts are listed there, so you can go just go through and, and listen and listen and listen forever. <laughs> They're going to be there. So, But we appreciate you joining us. And in the studio with us now, we have Crystal Brown and Cherish Lee, a, a famous artist. <laughs> 
and she was going to sing for us but i said no gotta save your save the vocal cords because you're going to have a a big job coming up here pretty soon but we appreciate y'all spending time and coming in and talking about this on the other side we were talking about something happy that that's coming up and we have this huge gala coming up so let's let's start talking about that where it's going to be when it's going to be and all the goodies other than christmas it's my favorite time oh it (laughs) is other than christmas my busiest time but um, (laughs) i will tell you this is our fifth annual star-studded fundraising gala and silent auction this year we're so excited we are uh, on location at the cherokee the state at cherokee dock Mm -hmm. which is the former home of country music superstar reba mcintyre got to visit the home when we went and uh, picked it out and booked it and everything and let me just tell you the mansion is something to be seen Mm -hmm. the whole property is beautiful but her closet the whole theater and the everything in the house is just amazing so it's going to be there on october the 5th we're going to have from six to seven we're going to have heavy hors d'oeuvres and social hour and then at seven o'clock our our event will kick off you know we in the past we've done big sit-down dinners steak Mm -hmm. dinners potatoes Mm -hmm. salad everything this year not just in light of covid but in light of making our dollar stretch as far as it can we thought okay twenty five thousand dollars to feed a bunch of people who can eat anytime they want to or twenty five thousand dollars to fund foster children and feed Haitian children who mm-hmm. would not eat if we don't send them the money. So mm-hmm. we figured, you know, let, we'll give you a little snack and then you can go yeah. on about your life. Listen to the entertainment. Exactly. Okay. I mean, the entertainment's yeah. going to so be off run, the let's chain. Let's do a rundown. You want to you take that? Well, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you a couple of them. All right. So, I like we had talked about, I grew up in the business, and it's very yeah. rare that I get giddy about people. <laughs> but when they announced their their main... Our their, Bill Anderson icon, our, award our, recipient this mm-hmm. year. Is Miss Crystal Gale. Yes. So, I'm so excited. I... I lost my words when I had first met her and was like, um, but I got a picture and managed to smile. And anyway, so she is going to be our Bill Anderson uh, recipient this year. And yes, and we have Pam Tillis, mm-hmm. we have Marty Raven, we have JD Shelburne, we have Devin O'Day, Devin O'Day, my buddy, we've got yes. Charlene Tilton, my she'll mama. be there, her mom, and the Mrs. Cheresley. We have an amazing MC for the evening. Someone called him Jeff Shannon, I, I believe his name is. is. I, yeah, I've heard. I've heard. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. He, big deal. Big he might deal have, right uh, here. Might have to get security. I'm, I'm telling you, we're bringing in extra. <laughs> but we have so many guests, and the actually the list keeps getting longer, so it's hard to keep up with everybody because we do it on a Tuesday night. We do it on an off night on purpose. Okay. Because in this town, people either get home on Monday and leave on Thursday, so we got a window of Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. So uh, yeah. all of our friends, you know, in Nashville, it is a small big town yes and everybody knows everybody and the love from music city that is shown to these children from the country music industry here is just amazing yeah, yeah. now you got to have some other guests uh, as well we're, we are the foster children coming. We are. Right? We uh, are going to be hosting a group of young men from the New Frontiers out of Smithfield, and they're going to be coming in. We're going to have Michaela. You had mentioned her earlier when we were speaking, and she's going to be there. And then we're going to have our, our beautiful little Hannah Grace okay. all the way from Port-au-Prince, Haiti. From trash to treasure is what this little girl is. Yeah. She is an amazing, amazing child. What just a brief, concise story of hers? Well, Hannah Grace. Grace was found in the trash in Haiti. No. In Haiti, the wow. uh, voodoo culture there 
sees handicapped children as a curse so they just throw them away when they're born and we are uh, god's trash collectors is what we call them <laughs> and uh, so we because we do have a orphanage there in haiti one of the only orphanages that cater to handicapped children uh they we found they found her and brought her to us and has now come into america now for a few years and been adopted by two doctors in north carolina nice. and she's going to be there with us that evening that's so. exciting Wow. Very exciting. And she just got her prosthetics, right? A couple years ago. ago. Yeah, she's walking, she's talking, <laughs> she's just she is a, she is a superstar in her own right. There you go. We we have matching bracelets. I love I love her. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. You know, with all the stories going on with Haiti right now, everybody well and everybody's trying to get out. Oh yeah. You know, I mean the place is just in ruins. There's no economy, it's just crime, everything. Of course then, you know, they come into the Texas border and they try to come in illegally. Well, of course now they're shipping everybody back. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these people have, have been out of Haiti for a couple of years, so they're going back to literally nothing. Right. So you're just exacerbating the problem by putting the people back in. They have no money or food or anything there anyway. So Right. Well, we uh, have three self-supporting orphanages there, two uh, which are full. And then we have one that is for the uh, handicapped children. Okay. But one of the things that our director is telling us is that they're literally lining up every day wanting us to take their children or you know begging for food because there there's no resources yeah. and of course everything has almost tripled in price and these are children that if we don't feed them they don't eat yeah that is it, it just you know when you start hearing these stories i think that's what wrenches people's hearts because it's uh, this should not be going on Mm-mm. as no. as you know especially in the u.s they can make money all they want to and you know helping these people out we got to help our our people out here in this country but if people are coming into this country i think they deserve help as well absolutely you know and until they get up on their feet and can sustain themselves you know but and that's why something like this event is so incredible because you know when somebody sponsors a table or buys something from the silent auction a bunch Mm -hmm. of really wonderful stuff that you can't find anywhere else you know this money is being put towards these kids and yeah. actually saving lives. So how incredible is that? Like put your money where your heart is. So it's it's actually and like I had said earlier, Crystal and Shanda, they are my heroes and they are so transparent and their hearts are so enormous. So they're actually <laughs> saving lives. <laughs> and they're yeah. doing great things. I mean it, the it, the fact you came up with this organization which is how how old now? It is six years old the works 10 years old and you've done all of this in that period of time you got the the, the, the orphanages you're you know helping kids not just here in our area which as, as a great big help here but you know you're just you know building this and you have a a show that you do you do a facebook live yes uh, we uh girl sessions live every wednesday at noon and i was on a girl session you were oh, you were and then we are also <laughs> on uh destiny television network okay on thursdays at eight thirty and saturdays at nine so what's the give them the website it's loveformusiccity.com and right now we are actually we had an ip address change so we're directing everyone over to our facebook page for the next just two days okay. here. all right but they can still go to the website yes. and, and do the auction. Yeah. Is there a link on Facebook? There's a link on work? Facebook to sign up for the auction. There's a link on there for ticket purchases and everything. Mm-hmm. So And the auction goes live at uh, midnight on October 5th. Yes. Okay. So, so there you go. And you can get in there and get first in line. Now, exactly. So, so let's entice them. Tell us what kind of items we have. 
We well, talked about a couple of them, but let's do some a Some of my favorite ones are um, Dr. Delosier's office in Nashville, cosmetic surgery place there, uh, has an amazing esthetician service available with uh, Rhonda Carter and several of the ladies there. And they've donated a Polish and Shine and Botox gift certificate valued at $3,700. Wow. And that's going to be in our silent auction. Wow. Maybe I can get them to give me a new face. They can I, do okay, anything. I'm sure they can. You know, yeah. they can make you look like your uh, mascot if you want them to and um, right <laughs> and and we have all these personalized signed memorabilia we've yeah. got things from the bellamy brothers we have a guitar that was signed by miranda lambert okay and then what your godfather yeah, my godfather john daly the famous golfer he's your godfather he's really my, yeah, yeah he's my godfather I, yeah um and he has donated one of his gloves that he is used which is awesome (laughs) and he signed it along with a hat and a club cover and we have a signed dolly parton book her new book he should have donated a pair of his uh loudmouth pants oh man those are loud they are (laughs) those are some big pants to fill (laughs) yeah exactly and then we have tim tebow Mm -hmm. has signed a helmet a florida gators helmet uh so i mean who doesn't love tim right that's right yeah it's perfect. And another dear friend of ours, his name is Steve Shapiro. He's taken some of the most iconic photos of um, Martin Luther King, the Kennedys, uh, Muhammad Streisand. Ali, Barbara Streisand. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so there's a an iconic photo of her in the bathtub looking in a mirror. And he has donated one of the 25 prints that is actually out there. Signed. That's, wow. So, yeah. Wow. That's that's it's that's incredible. awesome, yeah. and you you have like resort areas, uh, timeshare. We do, as we well. do. We have a vacation stay at Panama City Beach uh, for four days, three nights. Yeah. We have a vacation stay in Pigeon Forge, just is right around the corner from Dollywood. Both of the places sleep, I think, six to eight people, and just great family locations. And so you can donate to a cause and book your family vacation all at the same time. And, and you get heck of a deals on these things. I'm telling you, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and these these silent auctions especially at these galas now that the point everybody is to raise money so yes. it's not trying to be cheap yeah. <laughs> right you know break it out uh, you you're know, gonna spend it anyway some, yeah, you might exactly. as well give it so to a charity let it right? loose yeah. and and do some nice bidding on this absolutely and the great thing about it is is you can bid from anywhere in the world we will ship it to you if you win it we will uh, oh, make good. sure you get it and um, one thing that we are going to have is we're going to have two guitars there that night that are going to be signed by every celebrity in the room one will be sold at auction to be taken home right then and the other one will go online after the event so so and how long would that stay up there It'll, st- it'll probably stay up for about 48 hours. We're going to let it go yeah. quick. We're going to, you know, it, people yeah. are going to have to jump on that one. Keep going. Keep, Keep going. going. Absolutely. Got to you know, blow the top off of that thermometer thing, you know. Yeah. <laughs> last, last year we had, we, we had Jenny Seeley. We had Exile. We had, oh goodness, who else did we have last year? I'm trying to remember. Jo- Johnny Lee participated yeah. last year and Mickey Gilly. Gilly. So all of these people, ha- they come together and then they sign these, these guitars and it's just amazing what people can do. Well, you know, in, in Middle Tennessee is great, and we've we've talked several times on this show about how the community comes together. Absolutely. You know, with tornadoes, yes. floods, whatever the case is, for causes like this. I mean, our musical community, 
our our artists are come together and help support just like the big concert they did downtown for waverly yeah you know you had some major artists step up to the plate Mm -hmm. to to really help out and for everybody the the lineup when i saw it i was amazed how do you get all these folks (laughs) you just gotta let them know their hearts there yeah Yeah. you know and they just come out and have a good time and it helps a great cause so. Well, this is the volunteer state. Yeah. So if we don't step up to the plate, who will? No, you're exactly right. So on your Facebook page, all they have to do is just type in love for Music City, and right. it's going to pop up. Mm-hmm. And you'll see all the activity going on there. You can view some of the past shows. You'll see flyers uh, of the event about the um, auction. Mm-hmm. Give you some links dates. Links there and that they links can sign there. up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. So it makes it nice and, and easy. And there's still some tickets left. It's $125 for general admission. It's 250 for VIP exclusive mansion access and you get to walk the red carpet we've got several media outlets that will be there so Mm -hmm. uh, if you have a business or you know or you're up and coming celebrity star then come on out and be with us hey gotta rub elbows absolutely it's all about who you know in this town you know it you know it so this is going to be at the estate at cherokee dock which is reba's um, former property in Mm -hmm. the mansion which is at 175 cherokee Cherokee Dock Road, and that's just in Lebanon. Yes. So it's just over the the bridge there as you go mm-hmm. into to Wilson County. So it's really easy to find, and yes. I'm, I'm so glad because I've been wanting to, to see what was back there. And uh, you know, I've done s- several things with Starstruck and everything else back there, and right. uh, so yeah, it's going to be a good time to to see that. So you can hit uh, love from musiccity.org. Should we give them a phone number? Yes. 615-424-2447. That's what I was going to say. That's it. So good. I got it right. <laughs> so we're having this event. It's the fifth annual Love for Music City Gala, or Gala, whichever you prefer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from the South, so it's Gala. It's a Gala. <laughs> so again, folks, I mean, if you're fans of Pam Tillis, T. Graham Brown, you know, our buddy, he's uh, going to be there, J.D. Shelburne, Buddy Jewel. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Marty Rabin, and I haven't seen him in a couple of years. Last time I saw him, he was at Huckabee, oh, at the yeah. Huckabee show. Yeah, yeah. And uh, my buddy Devin O'Day is going to be there. And, of course, the world-famous Cherish Lee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know what? Are you going to be singing? Um, I'm not. I am. I'm going to just be tell jokes. Um, Always jokes. Okay. Well, she's got a very special part to play, but you have to be there to find out exactly what that is. Little tease. That's good. I like that. We always got to give a tease. So there's a surprise. Well, listen. Thanks so much for spending the time coming in here. I am so honored to be a part of this, and you know, any way we can help and get the word out is, you know, we're we're there for you. So keep up the good work. Yes. Thank you so much. Cheers. It's great meeting you. I know. What a treat. Yes. Absolutely. So thank you for much so that's going to wrap it up for this segment of sumner county spotlight we'll be back with more right after these words FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. Okay, welcome back to Summer County Spotlight on this Sunday morning. This is Jeff Shannon, and we're going to continue uh, this program. I want to introduce to you uh, a good friend of ours, a good friend of the show, and uh, his name's Lynn Bowles, and he just happens to be uh, right here in Hendersonville, and he's the owner and publisher of Hendersonville Lifestyle Magazine. So, Lynn, hey, man, welcome in. Finally got you in here. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. So uh, get, give us some background so everybody gets to know you a little bit. Okay. You know, I'm Lynn Bowes. Uh, I've been in Hendersonville. Oh, I've been in Nashville since uh, 93. Recruited, came, out, came down here, and I worked for the Tennessean newspaper 
Uh, I was in advertising for the Tennessee, and I, I worked there for 10 years, and was uh, one at the, in 10 years I got to be the automotive manager, uh, handling all the automotive, well, I was automotive rep at one time, but then automotive manager handling all the car dealers around the area. And so I worked at the Tennessee for, uh, for 10 years, and then I went to uh, uh, Knoxville, to work at their paper, and I did a magazine for them called uh, Auto Seller. Uh, developed it and and did that. Then had an opportunity to go to Myrtle Beach. Worked at their paper in Myrtle Beach, uh, and then I went to Charlotte. And make a long story short, I uh, came back to Nashville in a Tennessean in 2009, and then okay. I left the Tennessean in 2014 and started working at uh, iHeartMedia. Okay, what did you do there? I was a general sales manager, automotive for iHeart. Uh, which has like five stations. Uh, so you didn't have a Lynn the Love Sponge show or anything like no, that. I wasn't no, I was able to do my. I wasn't able to do my uh, my normal uh, <laughs> DJ stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty funny. Um, so, so you've been in the in, in, in the business for quite some time. Correct. Yeah. Yes, yes, mostly in print. So then, what happened was I I left uh, iHeart. Then it was really it wasn't that I left. I left iHeart. iHeart had some cutbacks and and my position was one of the newer positions there so mm-hmm. I was on the, I had to they had to cut my position uh, because I was the last in it was uh, oh, yeah the last team was first out so yep. that's business <laughs> and so at that point you know I was gonna look to do a automotive magazine because that's where my background was and then out of the blue this company called me called lifestyle <laughs> okay and uh, told me about their uh, challenges and that they were looking to uh, get a person here to start a magazine, some some sort of place, some sort of where they got my name from somebody. Mm-hmm. And so we started uh, Hendersonville Lifestyle Magazine in 2016. So now what is the premise of the Lifestyle Magazine? Uh, What's so, the mission, I guess, if you will? Yeah, okay, well, two things, the premise. So, you know, the, the Lifestyle Magazine or Hendersonville Lifestyle is a community-focused magazine that aims to connect our residents to the people places and things that make our city special. You know, we're inspired by unique atmospheres of our city and highlight the most positive aspects of living here. From locally owned businesses to inspirational residents, you know, we try to cover that in the pages mm-hmm. of our magazine. So you get a lot of a uh, lot of you know prominent folks and a lot of people doing some great things here in Hendersonville, and uh, you you focus on them, tell them that these events that are going on, you have around the town kind of a concept. Yeah, so we do. It, it's focused on Henderson. Hendersonville is a focus, but it's not the only thing. We actually do a lot of stuff in Sumner County and, and some things in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So you know, our overall mission is to inspire you to live happier, healthier life in the place we call home. And so, you know, we want to be the good news because there's so much bad news out there. Yeah, totally. Uh, we we want to bring some good news to people's coffee tables monthly. Sure. Now, is there a charge for the magazine? No, there's no charge for the magazine. The magazine okay. is actually ma- it's mailed. Okay. So it's mailed to 13,800 homes in Hendersonville. So it'll come in your mailbox. Mm-hmm. And then another 400 goes to different businesses. Okay. You know, so they the can hospital, display them. TriStar, yeah. hospital gets 50 copies. The chamber gets 50 copies. City of Hendersonville gets 50 copies. Yeah. Well, so it, is there a certain time of the month that it comes out at? Yeah, it comes out the first of the month. So mm-hmm. now the post office, delivered by the post office, so I'm at the mercy of the post office. <clears throat> Which are uh, about to get worse now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here. You know, they're raising the prices and, and lowering and, the service. So yeah. your, your times are going to be, you know, probably delayed. <laughs> yeah. The magazine's normally there between the last week of the previous month and probably the fifth or sixth of the current month. 
Okay. And so in these, um, in, inside, as far as content, so mm-hmm. give, give everybody a, maybe an idea. You're going to do some feature stories. Yeah. You're going to have women's issues. You have men's issues. So you focus yeah. on different topics through, yeah. throughout the year. Yeah, so let me let me back up a little bit and say that uh, Hendersonville Lifestyle Magazine, it's like a franchise. It is a franchise. So okay. I own the Hendersonville franchise. But okay. there's a Brentwood Lifestyle. There's a Franklin Lifestyle. There's a Mount Juliet Lifestyle. There's a, a Bell Mead Lifestyle. And it, there's 109 publications, okay. 109 magazines across the country. And so the, the premise of our magazines, each month there's a theme. You know, we tend to take, and so... Every magazine, we all got the same playbook. We just make it local. Mm-hmm. So we we take our theme. So obviously Thanksgiving, November is the thankful issue. So we take that theme and we bring it local. And if you're looking at a magazine in Boulder, Colorado, they're doing the same thing. Yeah. On your cover stories and your cover features. Now, mm-hmm. we're coming up on the Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of a scary time of the year. Mm-hmm. And we're probably a little too late for it to get a scary cover. But you should have had me on there. <laughs> that probably would have scared everyone away. But. Well, unfortunately, Halloween is not uh, a focal point of, of the October issue. So yeah. our October issue uh, is our foodie issue. So that issue was focused on food. So the only holidays that pretty much get any focal time would be Thanksgiving and, and obviously Christmas. Okay. So I guess you'll you'll go out and interview people, and you have a photographer, or you you take it to, to do these features, mm-hmm. and you've, you've focused on a lot of pretty influential people you've had in these uh, issues, and you just do a story on them. So do you have a feature story, and then you have your other little segments? Uh, like I, I know you did the. Let's talk about the the women's issue or the mm-hmm. women so, impacting so, kind yeah, of. Yeah. So so May is a women's issue corresponds with Mother's Day in June is our men's issue of course by my Father's Day. And so in those issues that, that those issues each year, we usually talk to a number of interview a number of influential women or men for the men's issue. And there there may or may not be a there could be a, a bigger feature on one person and then we have some short features on others. So what are some of the challenges um, in the print business that you're facing currently? You know, I, I like to tell people it's it's not print. See, a lot of people will say the magazine is print, but the magazine is really not print. The magazine is really a direct mail piece. Okay. So mm-hmm. you look at print, you know, when you say print, print would take you newsprint. And one of the reasons I got out of newsprint is because newsprint, for lack of a better word, is, is a dinosaur. They didn't they didn't keep up with time. Right. So when you yeah. take, you know, I'm passionate about photography. So a photographer, if you look at newspapers, you've got a, a photographer toting around a $20,000 camera taking black and white pictures. <laughs> they look like crap when they're printed. Yeah. So we don't have that challenge when you're yeah. looking at our mag- magazines because the magazines are full color, you know, high res, great yeah. pictures. Yeah. So that's the difference. So that's why I'm kind of, I tell people a lot that it's not, it's not print. It's, it's printed, but it's not print. It's, okay. it's a magazine. Yeah, yeah. And when people tell yeah. me that print is dying, go to the airport and look at the magazine rack. Yes. I tell people that. Go to the airport, look at the magazine rack. Yeah. Half yes. the time I go there, you know, there's 50 or 60 magazines I never even heard of. And they're expensive, so don't get me wrong, you know. So what what do you think, other than, than that, I guess, what would be a common myth about your job or in, in what you do? would be a common myth? Let me think about that. What would okay. be a, when you say a common myth, you mean what What are you saying? Like what? Like a myth of something good or something bad? Or yeah, either way. I mean, what are uh, people, like they say, um, you know, advertising, you know, print advertising, 
is dead magazines dead yeah, I mean, people okay. say radio's <laughs> dead people say all these other things and that are yeah. myths out there yeah when you are talking to advertisers do you do you get any slack yeah, yes. that way yeah I, yeah definitely you get you get what people say you know print is dead and and what i tell people uh and people have conditioned themselves to think that everybody is doing everybody is doing everything digitally Digital is great. Digital, uh, I'm in the digital, uh, mm-hmm. and I think it's great. But at the end of the day, and I tell them all the time, nobody gets up in the morning and decides to go online and put your name in there to find your business. Yeah. Something has to drive them to your business, right? And that's where I think the disconnect is. And so what happens is, is a lot of businesses will get hundred dollar to death uh, by Google and Facebook and all these other things, and at the end of the day, they're spending. $20,000 a month and they're not getting more business than yeah. they did when they were spending 5000 Sure, you know, yeah. but they've gotten they've gotten into the myth that I'm reaching 50,000 more people and I say, well, you're reaching 50,000 more people but at the end of the day, Hendersonville only has 60,000 total residents, so mm-hmm. those 50,000 must be from all, everywhere. <laughs> but yeah. Hendersonville. What, what are some of the traits one would need to do your job? Uh, what, what have you had to learn you know, coming from, you know, the newspaper business into the radio business and now into direct mail. I, you know, I think the only thing that you definitely have to learn is that uh, uh, there's uh, good things about being the boss and there's bad things about being the boss. So, <laughs> yeah, so if you don't work, it ain't happening. <laughs> exactly. If you don't work uh, or when business, is, when business is down, you know, it was it was comfortable making a great salary when I was at the Tennessean or, or iHeart. That was great. That was a great deal. Whereas this is, is not. Yeah. And so, you know, you know, I think, you know, a lot of the myths locally, especially in Hendersonville, because they don't have that problem other places, is that uh, a lot of businesses say, everybody knows I'm here. Mm-hmm. And, and I try to inform them that everybody don't know they're here. Because yeah. at the neighborhood, I live in Mansker Farms, which is... Huge neighborhood. The, the largest subdivision in Hendersonville, there's 710 homes. The neighbors on one side of me moved here from Virginia. The people on the other side moved from Maryland. The people behind me moved here from Oregon. So when you say people know you're here, they don't. They don't. They just, they just been in town less than two mm-hmm. years. If you take the combined, you know, less than two years. So they don't know you're here. So you've got to get in their consideration early. People don't drive around to find a restaurant. They don't drive around and say, ooh. There's a nice restaurant let's go to. I mean, they may drive around and see a restaurant, but they're not getting in their car and saying, let's drive around and find a restaurant. Let's drive around and find, you know, a plumber. Something has to get to that consideration. Yeah. Well, I think it would be fantastic if they found the Jeff Shannon show out and uh, <laughs> listen in, you know. You, so you got to walk around your neighborhood and go to every door, knock, and tell them to listen to the fantastic Shannon show. <laughs> hey, but, you know, with you know, over the course of the years, and, and of course, everything changes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no doubt about it. With Within your industry, there's there's things that change. There's different things that, that come into focus, mm-hmm. like things that you would add or into feature into the magazine. What are some, maybe a new feature that you might have coming up here this next year? Well, one of the biggest things, and I'll bring this up, is that we're going to have a major, we're going to have a name change okay. uh, the first right. year of the year. So the thing is, and we've been using this, it's, in, it's still in the magazine now, it's City Lifestyle. So we've been City Lifestyle for the last year. Okay. I mean, but Hendersonville Lifestyle and then down at the mm-hmm. bottom of the uh, masthead, there was citylifestyle.com. Okay. So what we're going to do first of the year, we're changing our name 
we're going to change our name. You heard it first on Shannon, the That's yeah, right. Shannon show. <laughs> uh, we're changing our name to City Lifestyle Hendersonville. And what City that, Lifestyle Hendersonville. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. all the magazines, uh, all 109 magazines are going to make that change because the, the reason for the change is that a lot of communities already have a lifestyle. Right. So it's hard to trademark lifestyle. It's hard to copyright right. lifestyle because mm-hmm. uh, there's a Nashville lifestyle has nothing to do with our magazine. Right. So by going with City Lifestyle, Hendersonville, they can trademark it. And, and the other thing is to bring synergy so that when you're looking at a magazine, you can know that we're all from the same family. So exactly. City, City Lifestyle mm. Brentwood, City Lifestyle Franklin, City mm-hmm. Lifestyle Mount Juliet. Yeah, so. well, that's that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got a lot more to talk about. We're talking with Lynn Bowles, the owner and publisher of City Lifestyle. Hendersonville Lifestyle. I knew that. Hendersonville oh. Lifestyle Magazine with a new change coming up. But we're going to talk more with Lynn when we come back right after these words. FNM Bank presents Sumner County Spotlights. Since 1906, FNM Bank has been serving Middle Tennessee with first-class products and services. Visit them today at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville or myfmbank.com. And welcome back to Summer County Spotlight here for our final segment uh, for today. Um, this is Jeff Shannon. Always nice to have you along here. And, of course, having our friends at F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard as our sponsor for the show. And they continue to do so. And we appreciate that. So we've been talking with Lynn Bowles. He's the owner and publisher. I have to say that right. The publisher of Hendersonville Lifestyle Magazine. So, so wait, listen, you know, the magazine has, has been around and I've been seeing it everywhere and now, is it just you that, that works in the office? No, no. It's me that work in my office. Okay. Uh, but then I have a, a editor. Uh, Rick Murray is our editor. Uh, the we, Rick Murray? The Rick Murray okay. is our well, editor. Yes. All right. He does a good job. We'll let, let, our, let him go on that. But Yeah. The, the, <laughs> he's been our editor, you know, for pretty much, pretty much, uh, we, we, we had our 60th issue that came out in August. Yeah. Uh, but then we also have a team of people that work for us back in Kansas City where right. our corporate offices. Okay. So there's a team of people at corporate yeah. that work for us. So they, all, all the magazines are printed in one location. Uh, I don't know if they're all in one location, but there's a couple, depends on the area, because our magazines across the country. Yeah, so they, they can maintain the quality yes. you know, mm-hmm. of the magazine, the same mm-hmm. kind of paper, the same mm-hmm. feel, so you're going to get that same look every mm-hmm. single time. But it had to have been hard getting this thing going and getting everybody to, to recognize that, hey, this is a viable product here mm-hmm. for our area. Mm-hmm. What are some of the challenges you had to face early on? Probably, you know, the, the good thing or the fortunate thing I had for me is when I came to town and I was at the Tennessean, had an opportunity that when I went out in territory, the opportunity was land you can take this territory, this area here, which is Hillsborough Road in the Money Belt, and it's like a street, 21st Avenue. You could have this whole street, and this street is great. And you know, <laughs> but then we've got this, we got this territory that's open. It's out in Sumner County. It's it goes from Old Hickory Boulevard all the way to Gallatin. But uh, I remember them telling me, but you don't want that. That this this Hillsborough Road is gold. You take that that area right there, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you'll never be salesperson of the year. I remember, I remember <laughs> saying you'll never be salesperson. You're doing that, but anyway, make a long story short. I took Hendersonville. I took Rivergate to Gallatin, which included Hendersonville, and I was salesperson of the year like three times. But you know, so I was familiar with Hendersonville. So going into this area wasn't like I was buying. And then we also lived here so okay you know we we lived here and so that made it that that part of the challenge out it still was a challenge starting a magazine Mm -hmm. from scratch uh there was definitely those those challenges well i guess one of the smart things you did was you joined the chamber 
yes. the Hendersonville mm-hmm. Chamber of Commerce. And because yes. uh, I remember when I first met you, and gosh, I think we've been here coming up five years now. It's the, the the funny thing is, uh, actually, your wife started the first it, when we started magazine. We actually started together. So yeah, that's the she same was time. new at the chamber. <laughs> And I had just started this magazine, so I reached out to the chamber and I met her. She's been a great, great inspiration and partner. I hope she feels the same way. But anyway, <laughs> great inspiration and partner for yes. the help us get that thing off, off the ground. Yeah. Well, and now you're on the the board of directors. Yes, yes. This yeah. is my second stint on the board of directors. So enjoyed that, you know, having a front, front, front seat to helping businesses uh, in our community. Yeah, what uh, did you face any? Well, I mean, everybody had to, but during mm-hmm. the last couple of years with mm-hmm. the pandemic and mm-hmm. people not spending money and mm-hmm. because they weren't making money or they had layoffs and uh, some of it's still continuing. I, I know, I mean, personally, I know how uh, advertising has mm-hmm. really suffered because mm-hmm. people are holding back on on spending advertising dollars, which this is the time they really need to advertise, actually. Mm-hmm. But uh, what what challenges have you faced in, you know, in that area? It was more of anticipating challenges that didn't happen. So mm-hmm. when, okay. when the pandemic was full-blown, yeah, I was anticipating a whole bunch of stuff, and we actually had no cancellations. I think the only effect, the major effect that the uh, pandemic had on us as a business is our renewals was bad because Mm -hmm. while people didn't cancel they weren't fast to renew because of covid right so that would have been the but i think things are moving in a a positive direction now yeah well and and we're we're seeing a a change and you know people are starting to come alive again (laughs) (laughs) definitely definitely you know it's still you know kind of challenging but people just have to realize you have to get that exposure Mm. you can't have a business and and open it up and just expect people to flock to you you got to let them know you're there that that's that's probably one of the major challenges in Hendersonville. Is a lot of them will open up a lot of business. The businesses open up here and they'll spend you know two or three million dollars opening the business, and then you go talk to them about marketing, and they'll say, "Well, we don't have no money to market." And you say, "Wow, that's <laughs> you spent all this money." And, and probably that you know, and I say that from a selfish reason is that we in Hendersonville, for whatever reason, we have a lot of businesses that are the same businesses in other markets like Franklin, Mount Juliet, and Brentwood, mm-hmm. and those same businesses run extensively there, and the ones here don't even think they need to run. So yeah. Yeah. it's just a challenge to me that uh, you could be a bank and you could see where you need to run a full page for the last two or three years in one market, and then Hendersonville said, we don't even need to advertise at all. So I just don't understand that. Because yeah, to I, me, I, I, <laughs> I, you know, I always tell people the money is no greener in in Winston County it is down here. There's yeah. a lot of money here. Sure. You know, there's a lot of customers here. Getting the local businesses to advertising local mm-hmm. because you because you're so hyper focused right here in this area, mm-hmm. if people are trying to draw people from here, you know, why advertise someplace else you're gonna be spending all this wasteful dollars uh, that they're down in Franklin. I mean, it's like it, focus here and and get the people that are right here in your back door. I, I, I agree wholeheartedly that that's that, that's one of the challenges. I think that uh, I don't know that they, I don't know if they discount the the people in Hendersonville for us because I'm constantly telling them the money's no greener in <laughs> in green in Brentwood than it is here. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same money and it's the same number of people. Actually, we have more people. There's more people uh, in Hendersonville than it is in Brentwood, mm-hmm. which a lot of people don't realize that. Oh, Hendersonville wow. is bigger than Brentwood. Brentwood only has like 30, under 40,000 people. <laughs> Interesting. I did not know that. I know. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah. Wow. 
Now Franklin um, is big, but Brentwood is not. Brentwood is not as the city is not as big as. Yeah. Hendersonville is bigger. So what kind now, of Brentwood in defense? Brentwood, the average income is higher yes. in Brentwood. I will say that yeah. the average income is higher, but for the number of people, it's not. I know you're involved in the community quite a bit with the mm-hmm. chamber and everything. So what other uh, other events are you involved with, or any events coming up that you're, you're going to be participating in? You're just everywhere. Yeah, a lot of the events that I have been involved in has been because of the connection with the chamber. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's not like there's any events that I just go out. And it's hard to do that, especially in my position, because yeah. if I take on an event, then obviously people, you know, will get the impression that, yo, we're endorsing that event. So most of the events, uh, pretty much all the events that I get involved with is actually through the chamber. Yeah, cool. Now, what time of day do you get your best work done? I get my best. It's, it's really funny. Uh, I get up at the same time pretty much every day, uh, you know, six thirty, seven o'clock. Oh, late. Uh, uh, for a lot of people, that's late, but that's... Well, that's us older people, we get up early. <laughs> but the problem on that is I get up I get up that early, which is late for a lot of people, but I don't. I go to bed late. So mm-hmm. if, if me and my wife goes to go to bed before 12 o'clock, we, we're probably sick. <laughs> well, I don't know how you, how you sleep, because you have this huge creature in your house <laughs> that if that thing unleashes it you're going to hear it have what is what is that creature's name that, <laughs> and that, what is it <laughs> that creature is a 27 year old parrot called sarge he's a military macaw i've had him 27 years that is incredible me. you don't think when you bought a pet 27 years ago you're going to be with you for 27 years he's been with <laughs> really us, been with me for 27 years actually wow. i bought him and i was when i was had it when i was a, in a territory rap uh there used to be a pet shop uh, up in Rivergate called the Fend Inn, and that was one of my customers that ran, and so I'd always be in there, and I, I had a bird, I had an African gray bird when I was in Detroit before I moved here, and it passed, and mm-hmm. so I think I, the first bird I got was a parakeet when I was in college, but anyway, yeah. and then I had a little conure. But so Sarge can do tricks and... Yeah, Sarge can dance, Sarge can, Sarge would give, uh, what's his name? Yatuki. Yeah, you give Tukey a little run for the money. Could, you know, Sarge could. might want to come be the new mascot. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so yeah, he could be loud. Do, do you have his wings clipped or? Yeah, his wings are clipped because you don't want him to take flight. Yeah, because uh, he took flight, he may not come back. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, he's got it really good. He's got his palace over there. I mean, you should see this uh, where he, he lives. It's like he's like a king there. So he pretty much runs the house and. You don't run the house, but that that cage is 27 years old too. But uh, my wife always tells me if something happens to me, that bird's on Craigslist. So if anything happens to me, look out, look on Craigslist because he'll be available. <laughs> so your wife's name is Tawana, mm-hmm. and you guys are just an incredible couple. Does she keep you in line, or is that even possible? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes, and uh, I'm gonna say. Uh, no and no <laughs> to both of those questions. Yeah. Okay, here, here's an off-the-wall question. On the scale uh, of 1 to 10, how weird are you? <laughs> how weird, weird am I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm probably weird. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> 1 to 10. You, uh, I mean, you're not a weirdo. No, no, we're weird. I'd say probably if I asked my daughters, they, they would probably have me at a 10, but I'm going to say <laughs> 7. <laughs> <clears throat> So now you you also are you're into cars. You have a couple cars over there. Yeah, I you know uh, I'm in the Corvette, so I have a Corvette, '05 yeah. uh, Corvette. I've had that for two and a half years. That was like my uh, 60th birthday present to myself, and I got my first Corvette 
when I turned 40. So that was my 40th birthday present. So had that one for seven years and got rid of it and then was vetless until I got that one. I like that, vetless. <laughs> a new word. <laughs> vetless. So now do you, are, is there a Corvette club you're involved in or are you just, you just kind of? Uh, I'm not involved in one, but I just, we just had a big uh, Corvette contest at uh, Lynchburg mm-hmm. down the street from the uh, Jack Daniels Distillery. It was just this last Saturday. So uh, I went to that. Four of us, four friends of ours, we drove up and two of them actually took second place. One took second place in the C5 category, another took second place in the C8. Now, was, what, if this, I don't know if this is true or not, but is, is it true that vets were, I mean, in the past were made out of fiberglass? The whole body was fiberglass? It, presently, too. Presently, too. So, okay. Yeah, so, so they keep it light so it can be fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not necessarily, it's, yeah, it's not the lightest thing, but yeah, it's they're all fiberglass. Even okay. now, they're fiberglass. All right. So. But the, I think the new ones, man, these things are sharp looking. Yeah, it's and still it, fiberglass. Yeah. It's still fiberglass. Amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, and they charge more for it. I, I remember back in the day, to get a brand new Corvette for seven grand was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, well, that new one, back. if you buy that new one, you're going to spend about a hundred grand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just have to run right out and get you one, I guess. Right, right. Well, Tawana's got to have one. Of course, she has to get the new one. She's you know. not, she's really not in the Corvettes. So. <laughs> She's well, more of an SUV type. Yeah. Well, but listen, you know, we we've got this this magazine that's that's out here, and I want to thank you for coming out uh, mm-hmm. recently to our open house and our ribbon cutting that we finally got to after two years because of the the things that have happened. You were great at you know taking the the photographs, capturing it. We had Tuki out here. We had a lot of great folks that uh, that attended, and so we got those up on our Facebook page. So if you head over to WHIN Radio on the Facebook page, you'll see those uh, listed right there from Mr. Lynn Bowles and we appreciate your help on that and you know you support here at the at the radio station and your involvement in the chamber because i know kathleen appreciates you and uh, you know respects your your counsel and we we appreciate you as well and you've been a good buddy since we've we've got here and let's hope bigger and greater things coming in for the the magazine and you know keep it going well well thank you thank you uh enjoyed being here uh anything we can do for you just let us know we will do well that's going to wrap up another edition of sumner county spotlight uh this is jeff shannon we've been speaking with lynn bowles the owner and publisher of hendersonville lifestyle magazine yes i know it's confusing to me i'm (laughs) I'm in radio you know (laughs) so hey again join us next week for another edition of sumner county spotlight right here at 100.7 whin We'll catch you then. So long. Sumner County Spotlight on 100.7 WHIN 1010 AM has been brought to you exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, a home mortgage, or considering refinancing your home, FNM Bank will provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com. Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday morning at 10 AM. Thanks for listening.